Hello and welcome to Caught My Ear. This is a music podcast where two music-obsessed mates have a chat about the music that they've been listening to this week, as well as some news items. You are listening to episode 19. My name is Vivian. And my name is Maddie. So we're going to go straight into the news. Maddie, what's our first story? Alright, guys, final update <laughs> on Woodstock. I know we've talked about this, like, every week since... Pretty much. We, we, okay, so episode one was the first time we talked about Woodstock. So hopeful. And we're still talking about it. Yep. Alright, anyway. So, this is an article from Music Feeds written by Caitlin Medcalf. Woodstock 50, a bonafide train wreck, is officially cancelled. Oh, How sad is that? <laughs> so, yesterday we caught you up to speed on the beleaguered Woodstock 50th anniversary celebration. Today, a little over two weeks out from the festival's scheduled dates, organisers have announced the festival's cancellation. Michael Lang, the co-founder of Woodstock, has issued a lengthy statement, and I'll read it out for you. We are saddened that a series of unforeseen setbacks has made it impossible to put on the festival we imagined with the great lineup we had booked and the social engagement we were anticipating. When we lost to Glenn and then Vernon Downs, we looked for a way to do some good rather than cancel. We formed a collaboration with Headcount to do a smaller event at the Merriweather Pavilion to raise funds for them, to get out the vote and for certain NGOs involved in fighting climate change. We released all the talent so any involvement on their part would be voluntary. Due to conflicting radius issues in the DC area, many acts were unable to participate and others passed for their own reasons. I would like to encourage artists and agents who have all fully been paid to donate 10% of their fees to headcount or causes of their choice in the spirit of peace. Woodstock remains committed to social change and will continue to be active in support of headcount's critical mission to get out the vote before the next election. We thank the artists, fans and partners who stood by us even in the face of adversity. My thoughts turn to Bethel and its celebration of our 50th anniversary to reinforce the values of compassion, human dignity, and the beauty of our differences embraced by Woodstock. So that was the statement by the co-founder, Michael Lang. I have to say, I actually really think that was a well-written statement. That was probably one of the best things that they could have done, I think. Yeah, yeah. And it's actually interesting. I, I watched a featurette last Sunday about uh-huh. Woodstock, um, the first Woodstock, yep. and he was there because he um, founded the first yeah, one, the first so one, yep. he was talking about how he was so hopeful for this for this uh, <laughs> anniversary one, and I just kept thinking, I was like, hmm, is it going to go to, is it going to go down, and it went down, but... Um, down in flames. In flames, yes. But I think, you know, I think the way he wrote that even the part about headcount like I think that was really nice Mm. especially him encouraging the artists to donate a little bit like I I think that's probably the best way that he could have gone out yeah absolutely he's done it in a very respectful way to graceful way in graceful yes because it's like still you know embracing the values of the original Woodstock yeah exactly peace loving all that all that good stuff so I'm glad that they didn't continue and go along the fire fest oh yeah because that could have been that would have been a disaster. another mess yeah i actually watched the fire festival oh, documentary did. the other week because i'd been meaning to watch it for yeah. ages and yeah i watched it the other week and i was like it's so oh, bad oh my god 
I know. I was not aware of the like, uh, right, like of it's... the span of what happened. Oh my god. Yeah, when I watched it, I felt the same. I was like, wow, this actually happened. Like people actually <laughs> yeah, people literally did this. Yeah, it's. Uh, yeah. But... but I'm glad Woodstock '50 didn't turn into another yes. fire fest. So I'm glad that they went out when they did and they pulled the plug. Yeah. So the saga is the over. <laughs> You won't hear about Woodstock anymore from us, I promise. Well, hopefully. Unless. <laughs> Unless they start it again and try and do it in December. We'll or see. Woodstock 51. <laughs> oh my god, I hope uh, not. Anyway. anyway. <laughs> Alright, we'll move on. Next um, news story, Vivian. So we, uh, we have more festival news, a little closer to home. Uh, we have finally got the Wildlands Festival lineup. So, this is coming from Caitlin Medcalf from Music Feeds, and it says Tyler the Creator and Skepta lead Wildlands Festival's inaugural lineup. So, it says In early June, organisers of Victoria's Beyond the Valley and Perth's Origin Fields Festival organised a new collaborative venture in Wildlands, set to be taking some of the world's best over to Brisbane showgrounds on the 28th of December. The first act on the lineup to be announced was Rufus to Soul, and with that first taste, we knew it was going to be a big one. Today, the team behind Wildlands have given us the full lineup for this year's inaugural festival. For the first time since 2013, Tyler, the creator, will be returning to Australian shores. He'll be bringing with him his Billboard number one critically acclaimed record, Eagle. Mercury Prize winner Skepta will also be headed over. His new record, Ignorance is Bliss, in tow. Also performing at the festival will be Grammy-winning R&B artist Ella May, New York's finest Lion Babe, the King of Drip Gunner, EDM hero R.L. Grime, house and techno pioneer Green Velvet, and heaps more. Aussie favourites What So Not, More Rat, Last Link, Dom Dollar, and more join the inaugural lineup too. So we'll also link the article uh, in the description where you can read the full lineup. But yeah, looks like. I'm impressed that they got Tyler the creator. Right? Especially... I was shocked when I heard that. I was like, oh my god. Yeah. So, what is it, five, like five years since he's been... Yeah, so since 2013. Australia. 2013. Oh my god. Which sick. is a very long time, yeah. Yeah. So, um, it's. I think this is going to be really interesting to see if this will be something sustainable in the future. Like yeah, if yeah. If we could, uh, can continue having something like this happen, because I think Brisbane needs it. And having yeah, absolutely. such a great lineup for its first year i think it's setting up um its chances to to continue so yeah absolutely i reckon with a lineup like that i think mm. they're starting out on a really good foot so yeah. i think they're going to get a lot of like engagement and like a lot of ticket sales and a lot oh, of yeah. people interested in going mm. so i think it'll definitely be like a step in the right direction if they want to definitely keep it going yeah. Um, so yeah i think so the day of it is the 28th of December. Yeah. There's a lot of festivals around the end of the year, mm. beginning of January. There's yeah. a lot packed into a small amount of time. I don't know if that's going to help them mm. or if that's going to take away. I don't know. I mean, it's hard because Brisbane doesn't have anything yeah, pretty much. Exactly, um, yeah. To this scale, anyway. So, for, I think... I think it's gonna be okay because it just in terms of locality, like people aren't gonna be traveling. Not everyone's gonna be traveling to Falls or yeah, you know, like, yeah. I think um, especially what's gonna help is the fact that they've managed to get some big names and 
you know, people would be like, oh, you know, maybe I'll stay around town for one night. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yes. So, Maddie, what is our last news story? My last news story, regrettably, is about Old Town Road. So this is an article from Billboard written by Trevor Anderson and Gary Trust. says, Winner's Circle, Lil Nas X's Old Town Road breaks record with 17th week atop Billboard Hot 100. The song passes the reins of One Sweet Day and Despacito. So Lil Nas X's Old Town Road featuring Billy Ray Cyrus claims one of the most prized records in the, in the Billboard Hot 100's 60-year history as it spends an unprecedented 17th week at number one. Old Town Road bests the previous record of 16 weeks, first achieved by Mariah Carey and Boys to Men's One Sweet Day in 1995-96, and later matched by Louis Fonzie and Daddy Yankee's Despacito, featuring Justin Bieber in 2017. 17 weeks at number one. This train wreck of a song. <laughs> I have nothing positive to say. I don't. I, I can't. I don't have any words right now. Actually, the only positive thing I'll say is that I found out the other day that uh, it samples Nine Inch Nails, and that is the one good thing about this song, and that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> and we'll leave it at that. <laughs> but, like, when we were talking about this in episode three, like, I was like, you know, this is going to be, it's going to be one of those, like, novelty songs that people are going to, you know, make TikToks to and yeah. make memes of and that'll be it and it'll die. It's going to fizzle but, out. And no one will care. But now, 17 weeks at number one. I am so flabbergasted that I just this has happened. I don't understand. I don't know if people love it because it's a meme or if they actually like the song. Personally, it's trash. <laughs> I agree with you don't like it at all it's just it's yeah look it's not a good song but i know i was actually having a conversation with my sister about it and she's like i love the song oh no i was like no 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 that's not what's supposed to happen here <laughs> i was like why she's like it's just like so fun to just like bob your head to i'm like no no it's not a good song <laughs> what are you what doing in any sense of the word like, it's a funny meme song. Sure. But it's not a good song. I mean, though, when you look at the other two songs that were that did hold that record, Despacito didn't like that either. No. That's um, fair enough. And Sweet, Sweet Day. One, one, one Sweet, sweet day. day. Yeah. I haven't heard. Neither have I. But Mariah Carey, I think she easily <laughs> topples both of these artists. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Well... But, Anyway. I can't be bothered talking about this song yeah. anymore, so I think we're just going to move on to the ones that we actually like. True. Um, so true, true, true. If you want to pause the podcast and listen to the YouTube and Spotify playlist that we've put together with all of the songs that we talk about this episode, uh, we encourage you to do so. So uh, when we're talking about the songs, you actually have an idea of what we're talking about and the idea of what the song sounds like um, because we can't play them on the podcast because copyright sucks. Sucks. So, um, yeah, go down to the um, description down below and have a listen to those playlists before we go any further. So we're on to song of the week. Yes, and I will start us off. So from this week, my song of the week is Hope for the Underrated Youth by Youngblood. So I've talked about him on the podcast before um, and... 
I'm I'm such a big fan of him. He's just such an interesting artist that I think we need right now. He's just really mm. breaking glass ceilings. He's just doing something so different to the point where no one knows what to expect from him. And with this song in particular, uh, it's a political uh, political song, excuse me, um, sort of to you know take protest to what's happening in the UK <laughs> at the moment because that's where Young Blood is from. Uh, but what's really cool about this is he sort of did surprise dropped it. Uh, he posted on his social medias last week saying, come to this location in London. And a bunch of fans turned up, they went on a boat, and then they partied for a little bit. And at the end, uh, he put on the side of the Parliament House in the UK. He projected it. Yeah, he projected onto it. Onto Parliament House. Um, hope, there's hope for the underrated youth, which is just like... Oh, that's bold. <laughs> Very bold, but quite a statement. Yeah. Um, much like this song. So this song is very, uh, I, I think it's perfect in terms of a political song. It's got, it starts very slow. It starts with like um, Youngblood sort of singing this very slow melody. And then it builds into this just chanting chorus that when I played it for Maddie, she just started like. I was so down. I was like, hell yeah. She just started I'm ready banging to head back. Head. Yeah, it was just like, oh, it was, it was perfect. And I think what I really love about that chorus is just when the guitar just shreds. It just doesn't, like, it's so shameless. It just goes for it. And it's not afraid to be like this chanting political song, you know? Which I think is, um, you don't really hear a lot of these days. Not no. so much. No, it's very reminiscent of your old, like, yeah. political songs. Yeah. Is, no. Yeah, exactly. Um, And then after this sort of very drawn-out chorus, he goes straight into the verse and he sort of, like, raps, half-raps it. It's... His his typical style. Yes. If you listen to Youngblood, you'll know what we're you'll talking about. You'll know exactly what we're talking about. Um, I've always said that the way that he um, puts his lyrics together, the way he articulates them, it's just so different from a lot of, you know, from anything really that I've come across within the past few years. So that's why I think he's an artist that many people need to sort of get onto because yeah, he's definitely. doing something different and he's so innovative and um, so young too. Like he's, yeah. he's um, Maddie and I's age, which is just like, okay. I know. It's like, settle down. <laughs> and he's out Stop here. Stop making us feel bad. Come on. He's out here making these massive political statements. No, but... um. Yeah, he's just, I think he's such an intelligent artist and um, I'm a big fan of him and can't wait to hear more of his stuff. So Yeah. Yeah, that's my song of the week. Hopefully Underrated Youth by Youngblood. So, Maddie, what's your song of the week? My song of the week, um, we're travelling back to Australia now with a band from Sydney called Loretta um, and their song Come Over. So I went to look at the rest of their songs because I was like, oh, I quite like this band. Let mm. me listen to more. And this is the only song that they've got, which is kind of sad because I wanted to listen to more of them. Mm. But um, so this song was released like last year, I believe. And it's like this really upbeat, like, you know, indie pop, like track that it's not like different to a lot of, other sort of like mm. songs in this genre however it is still really um like it's not I don't know how to describe it, it you just got to listen to the song it's really cool <laughs> um but there's yeah like a lot of um like bashing like guitar riffs and like a lot of the 
really cool upbeat drums and like really good vocal line yeah. that I really like. Mm. Um, the melody of this song is like really cool and you can just like sing along to it. Mm. It's something that like you want to listen to and you want to sing along to. Yeah. Which I think is a really good aspect to it. Yeah, it when when you played it for me, Maddie, the first th- thought I had was it sounds exactly like Tudor Cinema Club, which they're they're a bit of an older band, um, but very much that sort of um, fast paced, upbeat indie pop. It's very fast rhythms, but sort of like this intense but like addicting guitar line that's so just. It's just like one of those happy like bops that we like. Yeah, to pull. You can yeah, exactly. But dance I think- around bop head to yeah yeah i think the good thing though is that it's not like that the whole time no, like it no. ebbs and flows like back in like when it gets to the verses you know it's sort of like stripped back a bit there's like a lot more um like space and like breathing room yeah and like a lot more mm. like space between the vocal lines and stuff like that but then when it gets back into the chorus you know it gets back to the fast you know like strumming and mm. like the fast paced like um drums and all that stuff so it still has like the different um like vibes throughout it and it's not like the same thing yeah the whole time which mm-hmm. i really like so yeah definitely check them out and hopefully they release some new music soon yeah definitely i really want to listen to more from them so it's um come over by loretta uh so we'll go into under a rock now and i'm staying in australia with um <laughs> this track so uh this song is called find a way by elliot now, I first discovered Elliot a while ago. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't really pay much attention because I listened to her song, Figure It Out. Yeah. It's a very, very slow, like, um, intense, like, ballady type song. Very typical of what I listen to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just mesmerized by her voice. Mm-hmm. I absolutely love it. And, yeah, so that song was released in, like, 2017, and I didn't really – pay much attention I was like oh this you know this girl's got a really lovely voice and I kind of just went on my merry way and (laughs) then I went to the Matt Corby concert and she opened for Matt Corby and I heard her sing figure it out and I was like oh it like clicked in my mind I was like oh this is the girl who sings that song that I really Mm. like and then I went and like listened to a lot more of her music and I just I continue to be mesmerized by her vocals. Like it's just insane. And this song in particular is, is the same. Like it's this gorgeous, uh, really delicate vocals. Mm -hmm. And she has these gorgeous harmonies that go throughout it that just, it's very like atmospheric in the way that she harmonizes and puts like all of these different, you know, like chord progressions through with just her voice rather than like, um, relying on the instruments around mm. it, which is really cool. And this song in particular, it's about, um, you know, like struggling to find yourself when you're trying to like um, do something that you love. And there's all these people saying that they're really proud of you, but you're still internally like struggling with like coping with all the stress and all of this stuff. Mm. And it's like a really, really nice song. And again, just something different. her vocals are just gorgeous. Her, her vocals are so, it's so hard to really explain, but it's so delicate yet so powerful at the same time. I know that's like too off the right there, but <laughs> you'll understand when you, you listen. listen to it. <laughs> but yeah, it's just amazing the way that she can, you know, manipulate mm. her voice and all of that stuff to just 
like absolutely you know take your breath away when yeah. she sings it's gorgeous and and she sounds a million times better live mm. like so much better i loved hearing her perform like figure it out live i was like oh my goodness my favorite song has come <laughs> to life i love it and then i discovered like her other songs that she you know sings and i was like okay this girl needs to stop because she's so talented. She's too talented. She's too talented and she needs to, like, stop it because I'm getting insecure. <laughs> but, yeah, so Elliot is my Under a Rock this week. Definitely check her out. She is definitely up and coming. She's got a lot more to give. Mm. So um, Find A Way by Elliot is my Under a Rock. Nice. Now, Vivian, what yes. have you got? Uh, my Under a Rock is uh, a bit of a throwback. Um, throwback Thursday. Throwback to 2005. You're watching One Tree Hill on a Saturday <laughs> morning because that was me. <laughs> Just painted a picture of Vivian's of childhood. This song. Yes. So um, this song is the mixed tape by Jax Mannequin. So um, how I came across this was on a YouTube video. This YouTuber that I... Uh, what she recommended and I was like this sounds like a song that I've heard before then I looked into it and funny enough it was on One Tree Hill one of my all-time favorite tv shows and one of the characters in the show was actually in the music video for this song oh, so I was like very cool very interesting now this song there's only one proper way to describe it it is just early 2000s pop rock that's that's all you need to know that's all you need <laughs> Because that is it now. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> because it is just every single element of it is like that nostalgic early two thousands where you've got the um, sort of angsty lyrics about you know love, but it's almost over dramatic to the point where you're like, okay, settle down, calm down. <laughs> but then you've got this addicting chorus where um, you just you just want to sing along, and then you feel like dancing to it and it's just every time I hear it I just I literally go back to Saturday mornings when I used to watch One Tree Hill at home and it's just it's just got that really nice nostalgic feeling to it um which is why I really love it and like I said that's all you need to know because when you listen to it you'll be like oh yeah right gotcha I, I know exactly what Vivian meant from that podcast called <laughs> my <laughs> And you'll say it in those exact words. Exactly. Too. <laughs> um, but yeah, and it's it's almost perfect for any mood because yes, it's really upbeat and you can dance to it and sing to it. But the lyrics, like I said, are quite dark. You're kind of like, oh, okay, are you okay? <laughs> so um, so yeah, that's that's my under a rock this week. Uh, the mixed tape by Jax Mannequin. And now I'll take us into court my ear. And this is one, this is probably one of the first times where I actually don't particularly like the song that I'm going to talk about, uh, but it is Lungs by All Day, uh, the Australian rapper. So I don't listen to his music, first off. Neither do I. Um, I'm not really a fan of that type of music. Um, it's just not for me. But... The reason why, why this song caught my ear was there's this really interesting production underneath the whole thing. It is very cool. Um, I'm and I don't know what it is because production is not my forte. <laughs> but there's these really cool samples underneath it. It's it sounds like it's reversed and then it comes back and 
I know that probably sounds confusing, but like you say, you gotta listen to the songs. Yeah, yeah. For um, sure. but and as soon as I heard that, I was like, oh, I could, like, I could bob my head to this. And then the beat comes in. It's actually quite groovy, um, to listen to in that way. But what I will say is that it doesn't change. Yeah, yeah. It, kind of, it's very static. Yeah, yeah. It's very static. It stays the same, like, during the whole song. There's yeah. no real build-up. Exactly. It doesn't really go anywhere. Yeah. kind of like, okay, I've heard the intro, like, when's exactly. it going to change? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. And, uh, which is why I think, this, I guess, the sole purpose of it is to focus on the rap. But, like I said before, I don't really like music so for me I'm like oh I can appreciate I can appreciate um all day and his talent I do think he's really talented um but it's just not for me but um yeah the production for me is obviously the highlight of this song but, yeah absolutely um, uh if you know I know many people are a big fan of him and he recently brought out the Veronica's on stage at the Splendor which a lot of people loved but um yeah it's just not it's not for me but Really cool production. Definitely yeah. check it out. Um, Lungs by All Day. So, Maddie, what caught your ear this week? All right. So, my caught my ear is called Let Go Today by Shoffy. I think that's how you say it. It's weird. Um, but, yeah. So, this song, again, it's not something that I'm going to listen to, like, on repeat. Mm. But there's this really cool sample that keeps coming back throughout it. It's sort of like the main, like, it basically the whole song is like centered around it and like the melody and like the chord progression mm. all sort of center around this one sample of like it's like this weird chopped up vocal line um and it's just really really interesting uh, because the whole song is very like um it's very sparse in like how many layers it's got like it's very spaced out as well like when you know you go from like verse to chorus there's a lot of like breathing room and there's not it's not like heavy instrumental and it's not you know really like it's very it's very airy and there's like a lot of space um if that makes any sense to you whatsoever <laughs> um definitely makes sense to me Maddie. yeah listen to the song guys but yeah um so it is a very very cool sample and i like the way that everything sort of builds on it mm. like when you get to the chorus the the vocal line sort of bounces off the the sample um it is like you know your typical like nowadays like electro pop all that yep. sort of yep. thing that's the sort of like genre that you get from it um but yeah it's basically this one sample that caught my ear and I really enjoy listening to it like coming back through because it because it starts off in the intro with it and then you don't hear it for a while and then it comes back in the chorus and it sort of like keeps, you know, rearing its head whenever yeah, like yeah. a main sort of um, melodic line comes through. And it's, yeah, it's just really cool to listen to and the way that they've worked it through the song, mm. I reckon. It's cool so, Yeah. That's kind of all I have to say about that song. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just because it's the way that, yeah, the way that they've worked it in is something that I find really, really interesting. And the way they base the whole song sort of mm. around it. It's, it's not just cool. thrown in whenever. Yeah, it's, not. It serves a purpose, yeah. Exactly, that's right. It serves a purpose. Mm. Um, so, yeah, um, my caught my ear is Let Go Today by Shoffy. 
So today we actually have a recommended song. Um, this one is recommended from Emily Mills. Now her song is Hollywood by Clues. So Clues are a sister duo who are based in Sydney, we found out. Um, and this song Hollywood is very, um, very, very laid back. Mm. Um, it's not very um, over the top in like its instruments and all that stuff. It's like a very laid back indie kind of folk vibe. Mm. Um, one thing that we sort of picked out was the harmonies throughout it. There's like no break. No break. At all. It's just melody and like the other sister doing harmony during the verse, chorus throughout the entire the entire thing. song. Which at first I I was like, that's impressive, just continuing throughout the entire thing, just yeah, keeping that harmony. Um, but for me, it got to a point where I was I was like, okay, is is it gonna change up or something? I'm gonna is there gonna be a break and then they're gonna come back in or. You know, that was probably the one thing that mm. I picked up on. I was like, okay, that's interesting. Yeah, because it's not just like you have the main melody line a lot louder and then there's like some backing vocals in like the distance yeah. that you can sort of hear. It's like, you know, your your melody and a third above, like yeah, the whole way the through, yeah. like all, like the same volume, like the entire mm. way through. And normally you get like some like changing around mm. like when it comes to that so you've got like your highs and your lows and your different like um layering but yeah the the whole way through it's just like melody and harmony and I don't know if like I did like it at the beginning yeah I me thought too. that was like a really cool element but at the same time I think it stops the song from building yes in a way um but, like, that's not necessarily a bad thing. No. Um, but I think yeah. it comes down to uh, opinion because there was a point um, in the middle of the song where they – it was sort of like a build-up, but it was more like a drop-off into a guitar solo, which yeah. was my favourite part of the song. Obviously. Obviously. guitar player over here. <laughs> um, but I also think it just gave the song something else to sort of um, – just to take away from the vocals for a mm. bit. Because mm. it just doesn't stop, it, you know, it's the same continuous. And um, the yeah, when there is that guitar solo uh, after that, sorry, um, when they come back in, they seem to experiment a little bit more with the harmony mm. right before the end of the song, which I thought was interesting too. And I wish they did that in earlier in the song because it almost feels like it's just continuous, continuous, and then you get to the last minute maybe less than a minute yeah. of the song and it's suddenly all these different things are happening and it almost not that it feels out of place but I think um if they sort of spread that out a little bit it could have been an even sort of build up but that's just my personal opinion I yeah think, it's not a bad song no. I really like it the and way I love their sounds. voices yeah especially um we they're sisters so we were like wow that's yeah, and you can tell. Yeah, like, can... we were listening to it, and I was like, they sound really, really good when they're harmonizing. Yeah. Like, they sound really, really nice. Their voices blend. And then we read that they were sisters, and I was like, oh, that That's makes why. sense. Yeah. Obviously. They sound great. They sound like, so good together, yeah. They've probably been, you know, singing together since they were two. Yeah. Like, yeah. they sound amazing. They're amazing singers. So definitely check them out. Mm. I will be listening to their stuff, because mm. I think I'm interested Me too. to see, like, other 
like other aspects of you know yeah. what they can do and their ability as musicians and artists and I think yeah they're definitely ones to watch so that sort of brings us to the end of this episode um thank you so much for listening if you got this far through we really appreciate your support and um hearing what you say about the podcasts um you can check us out on apple Podcasts, spotify castbox stitcher on google pod google plus podcast or something google podcast yeah you can just search search for us yeah Um, just search caught my ear in wherever you listen to podcasts and i'm sure we'll pop up somewhere yeah yay um (laughs) you can let us know uh what you think about the songs we talked about this week we really do appreciate any feedback because it's an open and honest conversation you know everyone has different tastes when it comes to music and we like talking about it um if you have a song recommendation please chuck us a dm or any way you can contact us we love getting recommendations we love listening to what you guys want us to listen to um and you can follow us on social media at caught my ear pod on facebook twitter and instagram and we'll see you on monday with a new episode see you guys see ya